Yeah, look, um, the thing is that the cannabis has been done a huge disservice over the years. Um, marketing teams of products that are in direct competition to, 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 to cannabis and hemp yeah. obviously went to great lengths to decampaign cannabis. And I mean, as far as where they had uh, uh, that movie called Reefer Madness, where it was purely a movie that was decampaigning uh, marijuana. Yeah. You understand? And we always think, okay, people do things in our best interests, which is a very naive way to look at the world. Usually, if there's an economic benefit behind something we always need to 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 search deeper yeah a lot of bold statements have been made about cannabis being able to cure all sorts of things rick samson and a bunch of other people say it cured their cancer yeah um however the, the 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 establishment and uh the institutions that sort of regulate um, drugs and medicines around yeah. the world have been reluctant to to take to take it through its rigorous testing. Yeah, you know, their answer is always that it it, it hasn't yet been proven. Yeah, and reason being why hasn't it been proven? No, there haven't been um, any laboratory tests or any tests done to prove it. Mm. So the the, the the next logical question is why haven't there been any tests done you understand yeah why haven't there been any tests done and i mean we would be very naive to believe that exactly what they're telling us that no no tests have been done after a lot of people have been carrying on and telling us that no you can do this you can do that with cannabis cannabis cured this cannabis can cure this yeah one two three and then nobody took it upon themselves to say, okay, even if we do it secretly, let us research whether it can actually yes. do it. Yes. You know? Yeah. And then if it can't, then you'd come out, obviously, as an opponent of cannabis. Yeah. yeah. Because you're already an opponent of cannabis, so that just gives you more ammunition, right? Yes. To say that this is the reason why this, is, this thing is bad. And yeah. it's bad for me and it's bad for everybody else. <laughs> You know, it would yeah. give you that ammunition. So if 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 you do you, you you're not coming with that ammunition, those facts to say, okay, look, it was tested and it's found that it's not effective. Yeah. You know? So only now are they starting to to test it. And yeah. now because they're in a position whereby they can still regulate and control the plant. Yes. Yes, because initially it was a problem where you can't control it. Yeah, you know. So everybody now is gonna have a cure to cancer. What's gonna happen to Pfizer? What's gonna happen to GlaxoSmith and Klein? What's gonna happen to these big pharmaceuticals, Bayer? What's gonna happen yeah. to them? You know. Yeah. In terms of, because this is now something that's competing directly with their products. Yes. And then, in addition to that, it's not only medicinal functional things like uh, clothing yes rope you know they're, yeah, they're more than they're a lot of things and yeah. the thing is that all these things are sustainable yeah 
it's sustainable. It's not like a tree. You yeah. understand? Where yeah. you need 10 years for the tree to grow. In order for you and to harvest it and make it easy. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then you need to plant other trees and which they don't do. Yeah. So here you've got a plant that grows within six months. Yeah. Within six months, it's as huge as a tree. And it, it, it has a thousand and one uses. Yeah. Some people are using it for their headaches. Uh, some people are using it for digestive problems. Some people are using it for pain. You can turn it into a salve, you yeah. know? Yeah. And you can turn it into a pair of sneakers Yeah. if you want it. Yeah. You, uh, you can turn it into paper, like you say. Yeah. Go again, a, a multitude of, of usage and um, that can be derived from the plant itself. And, and this is a, a perfect segue into... Um, um, my, my next question, or sort of like a challenge to you, because ne? already what you are saying, um, it's sort of like prefacing it that in the next coming years, or already as we are, cannabis is going to be big business, all right? So let's say, for example, you have um, a 5 million rand budget to work with in terms of getting your, your cannabis business up to, you know, uh, that competitive level where you can already see that you um, um, you'll be able to make um, a decent living out of it and, 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 and so on. So how would you go about slicing that 5 million if you, you are given a 5 million budget to work with in terms of generating a business out of cannabis? Um, slicing it up in terms of... Uh, what? Like how, 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 of... how would you go about you know, spending that? Because I get it maybe like, for example, you are more of an indoor grower. Maybe you'll get tunnels or you'll uh, get your lights or your indoor setup going in order for you to you know, work with, a, you know, sp speed up the process of harvest and so on. I prefer growing naturally. And okay. One, one of the things about indoor, actually, even the origins of, of indoor, is because of climates that are not conducive yes. to the growth of cannabis outside. Yes. So your European countries where yes. they don't have African sun shining, you know, for yes. eight months nonstop. Yeah. Um, it, it was conducive for them to do it there. Yeah. Nothing can ever replicate nature as best as nature yeah. itself. Yeah. You check. So you mm. can't replicate nature with lights. You can't replicate the sun. You can try. Yeah. But it will never be as as powerful as a natural environment. So yes. that said, my first my first um, thing that I would I would invest heavily in is security. Okay. So it would be security since there's there's actually some land that I've already secured and it's a large tract of land. Okay. So it would be security around that land. Okay. It would be mostly security and then actual seeds. And then we'd have a big contingent of employees. Now, that's the other beautiful thing about cannabis. Yeah. Um, they've tried to mechanize a lot of things, like uh, a lot of things in the way that it's going in, in places where it's already being legalized yeah like your, your 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 certain states in america um they're coming up with all these machines to trim and whatnot but it can never be as best as when it's it's done by humans done by a human 
Mm. You understand? So mm. even the harvesting part, harvesting you have, it has to be a human. Yes. There isn't currently a machine that can just harvest, you know? Yeah. So it has to be a human. And then you need a human eye for for things like pests yes. that grow, yes. you know? Mm. So it would be a large uh, contingent of, of employees. Mm. And then... Uh, some of the budget would then go obviously to your 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 operational expenses. Yes. Um, we'd budget in advance for yeah. our operational expenses from the water that we consume. Yes. Um, to telephone calls, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. And then uh, a large portion of 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 the budget would also go to marketing. Yes. So marketing our product and packaging. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. from 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 that five million, I would say thirty percent on security, and then we've got about twenty percent towards the employee contingent, and then we've got about twenty five percent towards our operational expenses. Mm. And then we've got uh, 25% towards our marketing and packaging. Yeah. And, and, and I think that, that would be, that is actually a, a very nice summation of how you'd go about, you know, slicing your, your budget if you, were, you had that type of budget to, to work with and um, getting your business going. Um, w- one final question that I want to ask you, ne? Um, you, you, yeah. you, you've been growing cannabis um, for, for a while now. Uh, so, and obviously you, you've learned certain things that you can impart on. So what, what I want to ask you is that what, what would be some of the rookie mistakes to avoid for someone who wants to you know, start growing cannabis? The first things that um, I, I would mention is a phenomenon called uh, damping off. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's not something that you find a lot about up until you yourself face that problem. Okay. You know, it, it's never something that's put up front for some reason. But uh, damping off basically happens, especially what I've found is that if you're going to do the whole cup system where you're planting a polystyrene cup or yes. a small small pot yes. before you transfer the thing, yeah, um, there are organisms that can live within that little microenvironment, okay. right? Um, harmful organisms within that little microenvironment, and then there's sort of nothing that's that's that, that's um killing them off so okay. you, you you plant in a cup and then what happens is that the seed the seedling comes up right yes you plant the seed the seedling comes up and then what this uh bacteria does is it it, it strangles it strangles the plant it strangles the plant from the stem you you start seeing the stem going a brownish yellow color okay. you know up yeah. until the thing just flops over mm. yeah um there's a scientific name for 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 that organism but yeah i don't really have a top of mind right now but that's one of the things so to avoid that i plant directly into in, the in, soil into the soil okay yeah, I plant directly into the soil, not into a cup or, um, yeah, because a cup, some of them will survive, some of them won't. And the thing is that this thing is contagious. So once it 
eels off one plant and usually your plants are all sitting in the same area yes it's gonna Um, infect the others like yeah likely all of them if you see one dead then the chances are all of them are already infected yeah and you you said this thing is called what damping off damping off okay Okay, I mean, so it kills the plant in the very, it. It, yeah, it kills them off in the very early stages. Okay. Very, very early stages. So once yeah. the thing comes up, before even two weeks, It'll be and then your plant pop over, yeah, and it's dead. Okay. Yeah, and then the 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 the, the second thing is um, overwatering, especially if you are going to insist on planting it in a pot. And maybe take certain measures where you add additives. Yeah. Dead to kill such fungi that might might exist there. Or the other thing which you do is with uh, this cocoa peat that you get from nurseries. Yeah. You you put the cocoa peat, let it expand in water, and then you'd have to put it in a microwave. To kill off anything that might be in there. Yes. You know? Yeah. yeah. Or even the soil that you're going to use. Put it in a microwave, highest heat, put it in there for about three minutes while turning the soil at intervals. Yeah. Um, which is also a schlep. So if you do insist on going the pot route um, and going through all those steps, overwatering becomes um some like people become over enthusiastic yeah with um with watering their plants and, and then and, you end up drowning the plant and tell me now if, if, if in order to avoid that water over watering then how would you go about gauging or would you how many liters would you say you need to add or to whatever amount let's say you are growing in a, a two liter pod how much uh, what what's the amount of water that you need to add in order to avoid over watering the plant well, it would be to your to your to your discretion and to the the, the weather conditions where you are. So if okay. it's gonna dry up quickly, because I, I would say the top should always just be wet to the touch. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, the top should be wet to the touch. So even if you dip your finger, your your little finger in it, at about an inch. Yeah. Yeah, it, it should be hydrated. Okay. Um, especially while it's still young but you don't want water um sitting on top of of of, of the the soil layer there oh okay you i know? hear you. i hear yeah. so it, it would be very much dependent you can i mean in, in in parts where you've got a moderate climate you can water your plant once every two days yeah or three days yeah, yeah. but that's dependent so if you live in a very hot area you'd obviously need to increase the water that you you you, you give to your plant yeah but, and, and, um, and one 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 way of not overwatering is to get one of those trays where you put your plant on the tray and the tray itself has got water okay so the plant will yeah the the, the, the plant will will derive the water from, will suck the water from the tree yes i understand that Hundred percent. Yeah, and and from from what I'm just pick, picking up, um, uh, the, the the rookie mistakes that you said one can avoid. One thing that I'm learning from you is that you cannot afford not to take um care of your plant. You cannot just 
put the seeds in the ground or into the pot uh, uh, plant and hope that it will just, you need to pay attention to it as in like constantly look after it and make sure that you're really paying attention to it, yeah? No, 100%. I mean, in the early stages, you need to treat it as it is. It's, a, it's, it's an infant. Yeah. So um, as resilient as marijuana is, I mean, in a lot of places, it just grows. Yes. That's one of the reasons it's called weed. Um, it's a very resilient plant. Um, but in the early stages, it is very vulnerable. Yeah. It is very vulnerable to um, pests, disease, yeah. Uh, birds. Um, yeah. So you you really do need to take care of it. And what you need to remember is that it's it's a it's a it's a living organism. Yeah. You know. So think of yourself that uh, you need sleep. Yes. You know, just like you need sleep, your plant also needs sleep. So if you're growing in an indoor environment and you've got the lights on. 24 hours, seven days a week, your plant doesn't get any time to, to rest. Yes. You understand? Which yeah. will obviously have detrimental consequences for mm. it, ultimately. Mm. Um, but uh, things like that, it needs sleep, it needs, it needs water, it needs uh, nutrition. In the first two to three weeks, it doesn't need any additives, it doesn't need any... Um, any any external nutrition sources because it gets everything that it needs yeah. from 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 its leaves yeah um but then yeah once it starts growing when you've got it in an indoor environment that's when you need to start putting in all sorts of things yeah to to keep the plant uh, healthy mm. so if it's in an outdoor environment and it's in good soil yeah you understand it's in good soil you don't need to put in anything um one of the things that i have uh uh experimented with um an organic additive is um worm juice so basically you 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 get a bunch of of worms they're called uh red worms okay so they look just like earthworms um but uh, in terms of they're much more efficient than, than earthworms. Yeah. So you can make like a little worm farm where you've basically got a box or a container yeah. that's breathable yeah. where you've got these things inside and then you feed them your vegetable scraps. So your cabbages, anything organic. Yeah. Um, no meat, no, 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 no things like that. Anything organic, so your spinach and whatnot. And then those worms chow those scraps. They chow those scraps and they 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 they, they defecate those scraps. Their 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 poo is basically fertilizer for your plant. It's, yes. It's, uh, yeah, it's fertilizer, yeah. and it's um, it's a very potent fertilizer, in fact. And then at the bottom. What happens is that all the juices and their pee goes to it gets trapped at at the bottom of the container. Yeah. You pour this out and then you dilute it like one to ten with yeah. water. Yes. And then you, you you can spray this on your plants, you can feed this to your plants, and I've found that it, it works, yeah. It works wonders. It does work wonders. 
Yeah. Especially with, with some pests on, on the leaves of the plant, yeah. like aphids and stuff. Yeah. I think we can talk um, uh, the whole day about cannabis. I think for, for now, you've sort of like given us some gems in terms of, you know, growing the plant and looking after it and making sure that you need to pay attention to certain things. So I, I, I think we'll just leave it at that. And I would like to thank you for your time. I think you've given us some real gems. No, thanks. Thanks. Thanks a lot for having me, Mesh. It's been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure speaking about cannabis. Never a chore. There you have it, folks. That was our guest for this episode, Wusiso Mazibugo, sharing with us some in-depth knowledge about growing cannabis and everything and more. Um, I hope you have learned as much as I have on this particular episode because very uh, valuable information was shared. And yeah, probably you'll be able to apply some of this knowledge on your cannabis growing enterprise. And on that note, uh, thank you once again for your time and looking forward to the next episode. Peace.